This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to a Twitter space that was recorded straight after the game against Crystal Palace on Wednesday the 23rd of February 2022. Do expect some very strong language in the following podcast. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Evening all, how are we doing? Uh, probably not very good after that, I would think. Uh, a request straight away, Terry Wilkins. Good evening, Terry. I think I know what you're going to say once you're connected. Uh, I've already got some five-word match reviews through, which I'll go through in a minute. But first, let's talk to Terry. Terry, mate, unmute yourself. And uh, How are you doing, Terry? I am t- fucking fuming. How are you? No, I'm exactly the same, mate. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. Go on. Tell me what you thought of so tonight's I, um, performance. I, I, I don't get to go to many games. I live um, I live up the M1 slightly in um, Milton Keynes. And, right. Uh, yeah, it is a shithole. Um, and, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I got an invite to go tonight um, with a mate who had a spare ticket. Obviously jumped at the opportunity. Got got me arse there nice and early. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I've never walked out of a game early. And tonight I did. And uh, I I'm think... guessing, I'm guessing when the third goal went in, yeah. Yes, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not when the first one went in. Um... No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, mate. I, I, just... I know you could have done. You could have done. To be fair, but I mean, that was just one of those terrible performances. That there's absolutely nothing you can pick out of that as being positive. Nah, nah we're just we look absolutely gutless. Like I don't think the players had the memo to say, you know, for the fans, Palace historically are a bit of our rivals. You know, like, mm. but you'd have thought that Roy might have said, Roy might have said something, mightn't he? Do you think? You'd, you'd like to think so. He's an, he's old school, isn't he? I mean, that's how football was played back in the day. If they were your rivals, you went in hard and you know, um, and won the prizes. But yeah, mate, I'm just, I, I don't, um, 
to, to play that poorly after winning a game, um, it, it doesn't give me a lot of hope going forward. Um, we, we sat back far too much. Uh, like, I, I don't understand why we're not doing a high press. I appreciate he's a defensive <coughs> coach slash manager. But, um, yeah, mate, I've, I've, I'm pretty sure we're doing... There's a little bit of hope. There's, there's always got to be a bit of hope. But um, if we carry on like that... I mean, we've got United at the weekend. We've still got to play Liverpool, Man City. Um, I think Burnley just beat Tottenham, didn't they? 1-0. Uh, I'm not too sure. Carl was having a look at the scores at half time. Carl, do you know yeah. the, the final yeah, score was there? Yeah, yeah, Burnley, uh, Burnley beat Spurs 1 0. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's not looking good. No, is mate, it? No, it's really be, not looking uh, good. won't be any Elton John on in my house and love making tonight. It's going to be a couple of Tramadols and half a bottle of vodka, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Take I'm it joking. easy, Terry. Don't do no, that. No, I'm Don't do no, that. I yeah. say that. Um, but, yeah, no, it was, it was piss poor, mate, from start to finish. Uh, and then. To top it off, as I opened the as I opened the car, I heard a cheer from the ground, and I knew it weren't going to be us. So I think it ended four no. one. Um, was it four one final yeah. score? Uh, do you know what was it? I left it three yeah, one. I, I didn't even know it was four one. Fuck me! But uh, yeah, it's one of them, mate. And it, and it is only football at the end of the day. But to to to, to perform that shit after a win baffles me. But um, you know, yeah, it's our football team at the end of the day, isn't it? So we'll 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 survive. Yeah, well, we'll see, mate. All we'll right. see. Listen, Terry, I always appreciate you coming on, mate, because you come on every time. Yeah, cheers, uh, mate. And you've always got a, a good point of view. So thank you very much, cheers, Terry. That's um, uh, a pleasure. I can see I've got a few requests. I've got Golden Pages, Taylor Made Army, and Uncle Ron. You guys, I will bring in very, very soon. Um, before that, uh, a couple of quick hellos. Hello to Damo. Hello to JW, uh, to uh, Josh. Hello to, who else have we got in here? Fazana. Hello to you, Wayne. Good evening to you. Um, thank you all for joining us once again. Carlos, do you want to have a quick word before I bring some somebody else in? Oh, I suppose our best, mate. Um, I, I, I think it was summed up brilliantly there, just as I sort of joined. But if you pour, if you pour glitter on a turd, it's still a turd. And I think the, the the performance that we we saw on Saturday has led me to believe that the glittery stuff I saw was going to change our season. But what I've just seen tonight, Justin, my God! I yeah, mean, I, well, I, I didn't see the fourth goal. I was um, fortunate enough to be in a in a pizza shop then. But um, <laughs> but yeah, the old the, the old tramadol sounds good to me. I've got I've got to be I've got to be honest. It's um. Oh mate, there's no positives to come out of tonight, and you you know you can say and, and say all these things about ah oh, well we, you know we should be all right and we might be all right, but honestly you, you can't play like that at home, at home against the Crystal Palace side, which which weren't brilliant. We made them look good, um, and and expect to stay in this division. We, we no. can't. Totally agree with you, mate. I totally agree. Um, let's try and bring Pigeon if we can. Um, and then Tom, I'll probably come to you and Uncle Ron. Um, are you there, Pidge? Go on in, talk us through it, Pidge. Well, um, first off, the first 15 minutes, I thought we did all right. Um, I think after that, we just didn't look interested. And the thing is, I'll get you get the usual baiting on the forums with the, the. I mean, I can understand people still having hope and everything like that, but they sort of. Now it's now it's more sarcasm than hope, I think, from a lot of people, and um, just moaning up about people having meltdowns. But I think, to be honest, mate, we all pay our money, regardless if we go to the game or 
you know, watch it at home. And it was, yeah, it was, it was crap. Um, I can't really say much, much else about it. We lost 4-1 to Palace. I mean, you know, we said this, yeah. we should make our home form a fortress, you know, home a fortress. We've only won, you know, yeah. two, um, there was it two games all season at home. Um, mm. it's just not, it's just not good enough, mate. And people say, oh, you've got, no. you've got to stick behind the team, but you know, you can do both, Pidge. You can stick behind the team, but you can still be critical of them. Um, and, you know, that's that's where I'm going to be sitting because they were just awful tonight. Really bad. I said to Carl when the first game went in, uh, first goal went in, I said, this is 3-0. Now, obviously, we then scored almost immediately, but we did lose by a three-goal margin. And it, it was just obvious that that was what was going to happen. You could just see it coming. It was just, oh. Yeah, exactly, mate. Oh. If we win, if we win, I mean, I listen to you guys. You li- you listen to my, my stuff that I'll be on in a minute and... You know, when we play, when we play well, we big them up, give them a pat on the back, say excellent performance, deserved it, deserved it. And if we play crap, we dig them out. You know, it's just the way it is. We don't lose the faith, you know, but we see it on the game that that's come up. And clearly, today just yeah. simply wasn't good enough. Saturday, I thought was excellent. I thought they played well, defended well, got the goal, fully deserved the win. You know, this game just clearly was crap. Yeah, totally agree with you, mate. Absolutely. Um, I can see that um, John E wants to join us. He's a Palace fan. We spoke to him uh, after the last game. I will bring you in. I will bring you in, Tom, as well. Uh, also, Riley. But before that, good evening, Katie. How are you? Hi, yeah. I'm not good. Go on. What do you want to say? I just wanted to say that the performance today was absolutely dreadful. And I think that just confirms us going down. I mean, we've obviously probably known we're going down for quite a while now but you know it's like everyone else has been saying they've been spot on you know I was at Villa and the passion you see from the players it looked like they you know they really want to you know be behind the team and star and lose and they all really really looked so just like passionate about everything and that really filled me with hope and I was thinking we're going to go into this game and be like you know Palace at home it is a bit of a you know bogey side rivalry. You'd think there would be a bit more of a buzz about the game, and we were good for the first twenty minutes. And when we scored, you know the bit of time around there, it was excellent. And then even after the first half, when we were two one down, I was like, we're still in this. We're still there's still a chance. And then just defending and parking the bus when we're losing is so weird. And the fact that the way we played today. And the way we played at Villa was so different in the space of four days. How can that much change in four days? It was just, don't know. like I literally was I was speechless. Um yeah. I don't understand how we were that bad today. It was just no, dreadful. No. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. No, it was absolutely appalling and uh Everyone's gone away thinking, well, that's it. Well, I certainly think it's it. I can't see any light at this um, at, at this team now. I just think they're they're not a team. They're just a load of individuals yeah. picking up quite large checks. Um, and there's no team spirit. There's no togetherness. There's no direction. It's just awful. And, uh, well, I feel the worst. Thank you very just, much for... Go on, Carl. Justin, just before you go, I just wanted to say, anybody, uh, I'd like to hear anybody's thoughts about what it was like to see Will Hughes play the way he did in a Crystal Palace shirt against us tonight because at times I thought he was superb for them and ran that midfield and you know we look at the players that we've got and I keep banging on about it and I'm going to keep saying it recruitment has been fucking appalling yeah uh, well you're not it, wrong and it's still it's still the case and yeah 
I'll just, I'll just be, uh, I'll be interested to see what people think about his performance tonight. Well, we will get some Palace fans on in a minute. Let's go to Tom first. John T. I'll come to you next. Uh, Riley, Godden and Ewan and Uncle Ron, I know you're all waiting. Um, let's go to Tom. Hello, mate. That was uh, dreadful, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you sound about as happy about that as I do, mate. Go on. What oh, you, you, you know what? I, I usually sort of knock around after the game and, you know, yeah, just sort of pick up a few of the bits and bobs that goes goes on after. But I just, I just feel pig sick after that. That was, oh, it, it, that second half just was an absolute killer. I thought when when their when their goal went in and we equalised straight away, I thought we showed a bit of a bit of fight that maybe we haven't for a while, or certainly. Uh, in the last few weeks and um yeah it was just that that second off to see that that from a Roy Hodgson side absolute collapse is uh I think just goes to show how, how far we've uh, we've fallen since <laughs> yeah uh, long longer term um but yeah I mean I think uh someone said it uh, about the Villa game at the weekend I, I, don't, I don't understand how we can be sort of so Jekyll and Hyde no it's, <laughs> It's, no. it's baffling. Well, um, I think that was a fluke result. I think that Aston Villa game was a fluke result, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I think we managed to do one over them. We've done a double over them. Um, but, you know, you've got to kick on from them sort of games. You can't just go back to the type. You've got to kick on. Um, I think it's not It's not necessarily... To get out of out of this mess, you know, the teams around us, it's not necessarily the best team that's going to that's going to stay up. It's it's the team that's going to be able to put a bit of momentum in. Uh, sorry, get a few results, get a bit of momentum, and I mean, you know, Burnley tonight winning at home to Spurs. That those are the sort of results they looked down and out a few weeks ago, as did Norwich. But I really thought that the Villa game would be a bit of, a bit of a spark, and you know, if we got got a win tonight, there might be might be something left, but. I think he's just sort of proven proven me right, unfortunately, in that I think the damage was done a few weeks ago and probably... Yeah, I think you're right. Do you remember when we spoke at a half-season review, we said, will Ranieri last until the end of February? And you said no. Yeah. Do you think that Hodgson will... <laughs> Do you think Hodgson will last to the end of February? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, he's going to last the end of the season, but my God, it's just more rubbish, isn't it? We haven't We haven't improved. We haven't upgraded with him as a manager i don't think um tom I'll, I'll bring you back in again in a minute mate we've got a few requests um to speak good evening peter i know you're here um john t i'm going to bring you in you're a palace fan um hello john t you there mate can't hear you mate um peter are you there I am here. How are you? Oh. Well, what, how do you think yeah, I am, mate? Yeah, how are exactly. you? Sorry, it was it was more of a kind of thing you say when you've got nothing <laughs> else to say, isn't it, really? You want to get Jonty on, because Jonty came on and was dreading this on Saturday. Yeah, um, I did. I'm trying to get him on. Jonty, are you there? Hello, mate. Hello. Be nice to us, Jonty. Oh, here he is. Come on, Jonty. Let's hear it. Um, well, I was... Yeah, me midweek, I was... Um, no, weekend, I was shitting myself. And <laughs> I was when your goal went in as well, but... you just didn't really go for it. I found it really weird, but then I did remember that Hodgson's your manager, so it's not really like you're going to go for it, <laughs> is it? But, yeah, I just found it weird. Yeah, well, yeah, you were. When we spoke to you at the weekend, you said, I'm really not looking forward to this, but, yeah. man, you must have enjoyed that this evening, didn't you? beautiful to see Wilf back too. It's just, can't really ask for much more, can you? The amount of stick you lot give him, it's beautiful. <laughs> rightly so after time I think but yeah yeah I mean he's one of those players that we don't like playing against to be honest um, yeah. you know that's just the way it is but 
Oh, dearie me. Um, well, if you don't mind, John, I've got about eight requests here, so I'm going to have to try and fly through yeah, the comments and problem, the listeners. Problem, so... I'll step apart. Listen, thank nah. you very much for Cheers, coming Cheers, John. Well done. Cheers, yeah. Hopefully we'll, well speak done, to you again soon. Good yeah, well done, John T. Uh, let's bring in Jake Cuthbert. He's uh, our next speaker. Um, are you there, Jake? Just press the mute mute button at the bottom, and then we can speak to you. There you go. You right? Hello, Jake. Okay. We seem to have lost Jake. Uh, we'll try and bring him back in a minute. Um, I think he's on public transport, Justin. Is he? You think he is? Uh, well, that's what happens to me when I can't hear it. That, that's probably true, yeah. Uncle Ron, Hello? are you there? Hello, mate. How you doing? Uh, can you hear me okay? Yes, we can. Right. Go on your uh, I think you're all beating around the bush and uh, acting very scared. Um, that Go was on. an abomination. You and you need, and all Watford fans need to call for the owner, Gino Pozzo, to stop hiding, to speak, to apologise for what's gone on since the FA Cup final. To explain how he will rectify it. And if not, we should ask him to put the team up, the club up for sale. This was a disgrace. These players. Nah, these strong. players are too finished. Strong, no, it's not too strong. Too strong. Cleverly. No, strong. why is it too strong? No. Why? Why is it too strong? Because because you're because remember where remember where we were, yeah? Remember before they came I remember. In and everything I else. remember. Okay, how much so debt are we in? Was... How much debt is the club in? Can you answer me that question? Okay. Can I? No, well, I haven't got the facts and figures in front of me. But I know. you're asking for an you're asking for an owner yes. who, let, let's be honest, in our setup, yes. the whole setup is. I'm not disagreeing with you with the setup, but you can't call for an owner with pitchforks and demands. No pitchforks. No pitchforks. I said ba he needs to ba speak. Based on based on the fact that the players aren't good enough. Not at all. I said he needs to speak. He refuses to speak. And explain that's what, what his aims that's are. That's what Scott Duxbury's there for. Get Scott Duxbury to not speak. Not at all. Ask, ask, Scott, ask Scott Duxbury to speak. But why are you mentioning pitchforks? I've not, I've not abused anyone. <laughs> why are you talking about pitchforks? You're, ask, you're asking the, you're asking the what, owner. Are you aware that there is a, a, a forty odd million loan against the ground, held against the ground? Are you aware? Yes, of yes. I'm aware of that. So, so, yes. Yes, so why are you that, venerating yeah. these owners? Why are you treating them like I'm not, a saint? I'm not venerating anyone. I'm just saying, why Why would you ask for the owners to, to, to leave? Because it's an abomination. This club on... has no youth academy. It's not the Watford I grew up with. I, don't, I, think these, I think it's laughable that Tom Cleverley is trotting around. He can't move. And that's on, that's on the ownership. But he didn't magic that, out of thin on... air. That's on the recruitment policy. Yes. Okay, the, owner, the, the, owners, the owners own that. I get, I Thank you. That. But... But, but there's certain people at that club that have to come forth and, and find out what... The, and I, I agree to an aspect of what you're saying, but you cannot, you cannot say that the owners need to, need to go. I didn't, I didn't say that. I, yes, that's it. They Did need to speak. Co correct, not? yes. They need to speak, explain how they will rectify it. If not, the club needs to be put up for sale. Uh, well, okay. Look, it's about opinions, and I, I respect your opinion. Thank, I, yeah. You know, I do, and I've... And, and I think it, I think tonight you, you summed it up brilliant. It's an abomination. It's it's terrible. But I just think calling for the owners at, at this stage is, you know. Well, a, we'll a see where we are uh, next season because I think there's a Derby uh, County scenario coming up. I hope you're wrong. I really I hope, hope you're wrong. wrong. Yeah, I see it. But we're, yeah, we're, we'll we're, see. We're, we're certainly in the chat. We're certainly in the championship. Well, listen, 
you're highlighting it. You're bringing it to our attention. Let's see, but I, I, I really hope not. Um, stay, stay where you are. Uh, let's bring in Greg Wendover on, uh, regular contributor. How are you, Greg? Hello, Greg. Unmute yourself, mate. <clears throat> All right. Well, hopefully, Greg will join us in a minute. Um, Peter, what do you think about the? Um... Hello. Oh, hello, Greg. Hello, mate. What do you want to say? Oh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm rather depressed uh, and I'm rather irritated from listening to the last listener talking about the the potzos. Um, what well, I think he's still listening. So, so have come you out so... talking I'm about still here. Yeah, he's still here. This, this, go on, Greg. Say what you've got to say, mate. Hello, Greg. Is it hello? Are we still on? <laughs> Um, we seem to have lost Greg, unfortunately. We'll try and bring him back in in a minute. Um, Peter, the financial side of things, are we as bad as is being made out? I, I think, uh, sorry, I do apologise. I didn't get get the gent's name. I think I think the concerns are very real. I think the, uh, as we understand it, there was something like a £70 million debt, which in the close season got restructured, whatever that means, down to, I think it was circa a £50 million. It mentioned 40, something along those lines. Is that a lot of debt? Yes, it absolutely is. Uh, how much of that came from the pandemic? How much of that came from the reduction in Premier League, um, or, or rather the rebate on Premier League broadcast rights previously and the fact that we played a season in the Championship? You know, we know that last year there was a £36 million loss. You know, that's that's an, that's an operating and a trading loss. Um, we, kept, we kept SAR. If we'd have sold SAR at that point, it would have reduced that. But of course, then you would have had an even uh, arguably weaker squad and people would be coming and arguing about the potsos at that particular point. It's a hard one to have. Owning a, 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 a football club at any level is difficult. I think, I think the problem from the potso network perspective at the moment is, and we, we've discussed this before um, and said about it, is the fact that what had previously worked for five years is either creaking at the seams or positively not working anymore at the mm. premiership level. We mm. saw last year, and we're, we're deeply concerned, obviously, about going down and doing a, a Sunderland or you know any one of those other clubs that, that kind of have fallen through uh, through the leagues. The thing that the Potso Network does have, I would suggest, or rather it's, it, it's to be debated by everybody, they've got players that will make us competitive in the championship. It might be a refresh, but they can bring in players who do do that. On, on tonight, um, yeah, no, God, it's the hope that kills and didn't it kill you tonight? I yeah. think I think for me, where it, where, and it, again, it's for other people to contribute as well, but I, we, we've mentioned in various, in this forum, on the boot room, on, on Nuance TV, that we defend typically very, very narrow. We defend the width of the box. And when teams move the ball out wide, we have to reorganise and reshuffle. Correct. He has looked at that as Patrick Vieira, and he made sure that the ball went into Elise, who might not beat anybody, but he's very tidy at receiving it, getting it, moving it back to, you know, anybody like Gallagher or Hughes or Kuyate to move it out to Saar again. And they mm. moved us left, right, left, right, and they created gaps. We didn't have any of the solidity that we saw on Saturday. You know, we had a bank of five because Aston Villa were coming at us almost through the middle because they wanted the ball into Coutinho all the time. If, yeah. player, if teams suss us out by moving that ball 
ball into wide areas and switching the play quickly, then we'll be undone. But we'll be especially undone if one through 11 in old money, the starting 11, all decide that they're going to turn up and not fundamentally attack the ball, play at pace, offer power, because all of that is what the Premier League is all about. And if you fail to do that, if you turn up and you fail to decide to match the work rate of the opposition, they will do you. They will mm. do you because they will work you harder and they will work the ball into areas where their good players can play. We did it to Villa on Saturday. The fact yeah. that the drop-off was like a going off a, in cliff, that's what hurt. That's Absolutely. what hurt. There Absolutely. was a moment, and, and, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm on a rant here, but I will stop in a minute. I promise everybody. Well, there's another but... guy that I think might rant in a minute. I can see Andy Collins is listening. If you want to join in, Andy, hit the request oh. button. Fin- oh, no, fin- Andy, finish your rant no, first, no, though, get, Peter. get Andy Collins on, because when well, he rants, we then win the next game. This Andy, is true. He's got a request a first. and we need you to do it. <laughs> He's but got a request first. Peter, finish your rant first. We went 3-1 down, right? Carl, Justin and I sit in close proximity. And you guys, you know, went, right, we're off. And I couldn't, and couldn't blame you at all. On the restart, the ball was, again, played back to Cathcart. Cathcart and Samir had 80 and 77 touches between them. Easily the most of anybody. We played the ball back to the centre-back, bar nobody. He then passed the ball to Saar. I can't even remember which one it was. Passed the ball to Saar. And Saar stood there and waited for the ball to come, right? Mm-hmm. It was, a, it was a, 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 almost an underweighted hit pass. He waited for the ball to come. Yep. Zaha just got round it, nicked it straight yep. away. Yep. There's the difference between an £80 million player and a £40 million player. It's yep. appetite, it's determination. It's saying, I'm going to come and outdo you here. And let's face it, Zaha is no longer the, the kind of player that he was. Tonight, we made him look like bloody Neymar. Andy Collins, you can now speak, sir. How are you? Well, Come and do your magic, Andy. You just need to unmute yourself, Andy. You, you, you've muted yourself, I think, mate. Is that better? There you go. There we go. Yeah, yeah, there there you are. Are. Hello, Andy. <laughs> These on-air professionals. <laughs> so, basically, I was at the theatre tonight, and uh, I was with my son, and we had the phone on, and we shouldn't have. And at one point, it was a quite heavy part of the play, and I literally found myself going, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> so, um, I'm, only, I'm only now just catching up. Was it really that bad? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was that it was, bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like listening to the breakfast show without you on it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was bad because I saw your Twitter that you were leaving early. I went, "Oh, you don't leave early, and there's some trouble." Oh, mate, we went on eighty minutes. I think it was the third goal went in, and I was gone. See you later. I'm not watching any more of this. It was absolutely appalling, mate. Not good at all. Nah. Worse than Norwich at home. Uh, yeah, I think you're probably right. It was worse than Norwich at home. I think you're right, actually. It's just mute, uh, Greg. He's a bit noisy there. So, uh, yeah, we need to get you on again, Andy, so Mate. we can start winning again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we we need those magical rants. So we. I mean, it, the way it looks like, it the looks way like things are going, we have to get a podcast every week with him. <laughs> it looks like then we're definitely going to um, we're going to Wickham, is it? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it, mate. Could be, could be the way. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you got to get up early, at you, mate. I think. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pour myself a last glass of wine and cry. And I'll uh, I'll speak to you soon, guys. Love you all. Thank you, Andy. Good man. Cheers, Andy. Cheers, mate. Thank you, Greg. Do you want to try coming back in now, mate? I'll have a go. Hello. Can you hear Hello. me? There you are. You're with us. Go on, then. Go on. Yeah, Greg, yeah, yeah. Greg, are you yeah. sitting at the top of a tree, my friend? 
I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, I've come out of my car because my Bluetooth on my car keeps trying to cut into my, into my Twitter feed. So uh, I'm standing outside. I just want to come back on the guy that was having a go at the Potsos. Do they remember how things were under Lawrence Bassini and Jack Petchy and co? Do, do they remember? Um, well, you're still here, Uncle Ron. Do you want to come in on that? You're still here. No, uh, he's not going to. He's not going to join in. Well, I mean, yeah, certainly I remember those days, and yeah, they weren't you know, a lot of fun. They t- he talks about investing in the academy. I'm here. I'm here. Hello. What, Can you hear me? Yeah. Go what, on, Ron. What, what, oh, I remember them very well. I remember them very well. But the thing is, um, Jack Petchy and Lawrence Bassini didn't take out. Um, I believe it's forty, fifty million pound loan against the ground. Jack Petchy sold Furlong and Bruce Dyers. You see, I remember very, very well. I can assure the, you, and, and we are financially. Sorry, let me finish. We are financially structured. The Vicarage Road end, and he finished off the Rouse stand, which was half built. So I do remember, and Lawrence Bassini uh, tried to take some money out of a safe. So I do remember very well. Yeah, Uncle Ron, this is Rupert, isn't it? You, you yeah, you it ran, is. Yeah, yeah, it's me. You, yeah. you rant on every forum, going about Watford. You know, um, I would. I wouldn't call it rant. I'd. I'd say um, saying it how it is. You know, but, um, you, you talk about investing in an academy. Why yes. invest in an academy when the elite will take every prime piece of player that we ever produce and take them away? The best policy not, is well, a policy. I disagree with you. I'll the best policy. If I can finish, Rupert. If I can finish, Rupert. The best policy is the current policy where we take players released from the top clubs and then try and develop them in, in, in the in the academy or the under 23s or the under 25s. That's the way to do it. There's no point investing lots of money in an academy when you're going to lose all your players. It's not. It's it's not that much money. It's about. Oh, I think we uh, lost we're still you waiting, there, uh, I believe, Greg. for the money from oh, Udinese for Pereira and Delafeo. And if we had a pathway to first team, then um, players wouldn't leave Watford. There's no Let, pathway let's... to the first team from a youth academy at Watford. Let's... Let's bring a new speaker in, um, just just to see if we can sort of steer this path away from this for a bit. Hello, Nick the Hornet. How are you? Oh, hi there. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, a bit fed up, mate. What do you want to say? No, I'm in agreement with Uncle Rom regarding the Poxos. I do remember the Bassini days, but I just don't think that justifies the current mess. You can't say be careful what you wish for anymore. I just think it's it's stale. It's gone flat ever since the cup final. Lack of investment in the key areas, every transfer window, manager after manager, at some point it's got to stop. And I just think relegation, which is going to happen, obviously, is a perfect ending point. And just to say thank you very much, we'll always be grateful. But I just think there needs to be some fresh impetus into the club. Who who do you think would take over? Go on, Carl. yeah, I was just going to say, is it is it not something that we need to look at? And I think we've touched on it before that is that some form of investor, some sort of investment comes alongside the Potsos because the model that they've got, although you know I'm the first to to question the uh, the, the policy on recruitment currently, and the, and the guy whose name escapes me, Justin, who stands in front of his Cristiano Giretta. Yes, that's that's uh, that gentleman. Um, I, I don't know what he does for for the club, but. 
I just, I, my my only concern with saying to getting to the end of it is let you know we bring somebody else in. I, I I think what we need to do is bring something else on. You know, something to to bolt to the side of it because the the, the current situation, I agree, can't go on. We can't keep sacking managers. You know, month after month, um, and not being, you know, not having no change. There's nothing. There's no. There's no change. We've said that tonight. There's no change this season. That something has to change. But I, I'm not sure that moving the potsos on is necessarily the, the the right answer. Sports Social, now on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Baker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan... Or an occasional bandwagon jumper just supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. I think I think the the, the point about the debt is a justifiable concern, right? You know, nobody yeah, wants to see their club. Yeah. But I think, but I think there are legitimate reasons when you've just gone through a pandemic mixed with as i say the rebate on the premiership money and then also a season in in the in the premiership that 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 is the case i think there is also a question to ask about um you know the the, the monies that have moved from Udinese to Watford I think that's a reasonable uh, concern Persetto for example we paid just under 8 million for he played for about 15 minutes cleared the ball off against uh, Spurs and has since been back on loan it'd be nice to kind of have a little bit more transparency I don't I don't think that's contestable at all but but because of where we are at the moment and because of the problems that that sit within the English game with and Greg will, Greg will correct me here. I can never remember if it's EPP or, or, or FPP, which was basically imposed by the big six on all of the rest of the clubs uh, in order to basically have a fair split of, of TV money means that they can uh, uh, run or Rupert, sorry, uh, cherry pick, the best of the players. Sancho is a great example of that. Um, the lad who also went to Man City at the back end of the season, the left back, um, and there have been multiple others. They can be cherry picked off. And it does mean that it's a genuine problem for anybody outside of that top six, because effectively players are at that point are non-contracted. They are registered to the club, but they are not under contract and therefore they can move at a very reduced fee. It means it's very hard to replicate what we had in the eighties as much as I, I would absolutely love to see that and would, would echo the points. The problem is you've got this hurdle in the way, which makes it very, very difficult. We then come to the flip point and we can go back to Simpson and Ashton and Bassini and the Russos and Pecci and all of the bad owners we've had, because Christ knows we've had some. That's not even the question. The real question is if we are going to see the Pozzos stay or move, who's going to replace them and who's going to come in and invest? Mm. That's the question. And that's fundamentally but, not going to be answered until we know, first of all, whether or not we're in the Premiership next season or in the Championship, because nobody's going to come in and invest until that's settled at all, because the investment scale would be completely different. So I think, you know, what we need to see from 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 this focus is the fact that we had a good result on Saturday. We have had a, a, an awful performance today. But we need to have, you know, some some togetherness in terms of bringing this squad together to go and try and pick up something 
on Saturday at Old Trafford. And I appreciate how ridiculous a question that sounds after losing 4-1 at home to Palace. Yeah. But we need the real Watford to turn <laughs> up. And you said when I first when I first came on it, um, uh, Justin, that that was a, you know, I, I think it was a fluke. It was a flash in the pan. It's down to Roy to prove that it's not. He's got a historical track record of having around 1.24 on average points per game, which means he wins one, he loses one, he draws one, typically. It's right. there or thereabouts. And we've okay. got to see whether or not he can turn it around. Because if we get, suddenly get a win on Saturday, all of us who are utterly justified in being pissed off having, you know, kind of romped through the cold to get to watch that, we'll all be cock-a-hoop again. Absolutely. I'll tell you what I'm going to uh, do. I've got... Just, sorry, just a second. I've got eight people wanting to talk, um, and I want to try and bring them in. Um, so, yeah, I know that you want to get in WFC George, Hemel, Ross Strickland, Ricky, Bill Shacks, Mike and Declan. I will try and bring you in, but Neil Sil- Silverstein has been waiting patiently, so I'm going to bring him in now. Good evening, Neil. Hello, chaps. How are we doing? Um, hello. Hey, that's a silly, silly question, really. Just picking up on the, the, the previous um, one, and I always seem to follow him, and I can't remember his name, so apologies. Um, and, and the question about how do we compete against the top four with the FPP or EPP? Um, I, I'll give you the example of well, Wolves have done it and Southampton have done it. And, you know, if you look at Wolves' direction of travel since the uh, the semi-final and ads, it's, it's the polar opposite. So it can be done. Um, and the reason for me it can be done is they've got a clear structure and they've got a direction. We just flip-flop. Um, and I think I've said before, if you look at each of the managerial changes, there's an element of logic in who they appoint because they look at the weakness of the um, the incumbent or the existing manager and then they replace with somebody that complements that weakness. Unfortunately, it's, it has now run its course and that, that philosophy is, is dead in the water. So, you know, I won't get pleased if, or I won't be pleased if we win on Saturday because... It's just papering over the cracks. The, the, the root cause is still there. Um, and that is the mindset that the club is run with. And that is, it's a business to fund the Pozos, which, by the way, whether it's Bassini, Pecci or Pozos, they are all, in my eyes, very, very similar. Um, they're just taking the cash out in different ways. Some of it above board, some of it below board, some of it through the boards. It, it, it kind of all goes the same way. Yep. Think you're probably right, mate. I think you're probably right. Um, thank you very much for coming on, Neil. Stay with us because we've got some more uh, opinions coming on. Who shall I go to? Let's go to. Uh, I think this is a Palace fan, CPFC Mikey One. If you're still there, hello. How you doing? Better hello, than us. Hello, mate. How you doing? Can you hear me? Right? Yeah. Hello. hello. Yes, um, we can. We can. Yeah, what I would say today, um, I honestly saw some classic Roy ball. And um, it's kind of like, for me, it's a bit, um, it's kind of like a blast for the past because we saw that for a while. But seeing you play that ball, it put a smile on my face. Really? I'm not tired of this, but... No, that's fair enough. Boom, 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 boom. 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 Boom, boom, boom.
Oh, you're very welcome. Everybody you're else is you're welcome. Welcome. Well, no, like everybody Cheers, else Mike. Has you're in good voice, mate. Everybody else has had three points man. off us. Why should you be any different, <laughs> mate? You know what I mean? It's, the only thing you got to look at is you go down, you start again. Probably what's needed because you're fucking awful. Well, Thank I'm you not for that. Disagree with that. No, you no, never I know. You right. never know. On the bright that's side, that's... Putin might hit us up. So you know what I mean. We might all be done. <laughs> well, <laughs> bit of a drastic way of ending the season, but yeah, even for us. But yeah, thanks Enjoy very much. Yeah, but, uh, Mike, Mikey, Mikey, you're not Mikey. You're... Palace are nothing special, mate. We lose every week. Here we go. Here we go. No, I hear you. I hear you. You're, yes. you're our shit, still. <laughs> 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 this is why we do this. Use it. Use it. Use it. Use it. Use it. Yeah, all right. It, that's enough. I, I can't kick you off. Come on, let's be nice. It's not big boys. Thanks for the boys. All that. Yes, you got shit. My Cousins, I'll be there in a minute, love. Who's this? Who's, who's saying this? Greg, you're not on mute, mate. We can hear everything. Right, uh, Ricky, how are you? <laughs> what is going on? Hello. Uh, hello, Ricky. Hello, Ricky. How are you? I'm all right. Oh, what do you want to say? Um, Mercy to everybody. Mercy to everybody. Oh, listen, I've got, I've got to kick them off. Go on, yeah, get off. Do it, do it, do it. He's gone. Right, Ricky, go on. Oh, sorry, we had a very noisy Palace fan now. You're on, you're all it's all yours now. Uh yeah, I wish um Troy Dini would come back and score some goals for us. Well, that would be nice. I can't see it happening, but um... I wish Troy Dini had come back and serve some food at half time so I can get something. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think we've seen the last of him as a player. We might see him one day again as a manager, maybe. But oh, do you know what I mean? I, uh, we could do with someone like him as a as a talisman, that's for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, but listen, thanks for thanks, thank you very much for for, for coming on. Um, who have I just brought on? G, someone, um, George, WFC George. Are you there? Yes, hello. Hello, mate. You sound hey, about George. as happy as the rest of us. <laughs> George sounds how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Go on, George. It's just not good, is it? Let's be honest. So, well, that's like, one way of putting it. Like, yeah. If we if we look at it if we look at it this way, Aston Villa game is completely pointless now. Like, where where's where's the consistency? Like, well. <sighs> We haven't got any. That's the thing. This is what I was saying. It was a fluke. It was. It was a. It was a one-off. It was a fluke. It was one of those anomalies. A bit like the the uh, Man United result, or a bit like the Everton result. It, it it just goes against the grain, and occasionally you will get these results. I I, I don't think it was we meant to beat Villa one now. I think we just lucked into it, and I think we've gone back to our normal um, style, if you like, tonight. Yes, we didn't look good tonight. We kept going sideways. Playing, playing it around the back, just nothing. Like there was no movement. I don't know if anyone else saw that, but we were, like Joshua King. There were so many names that I can think of that just no one was moving to make an effort. 
chase that loose ball. Mm. Nothing. Mm. It, it was mm. really boring. And I've and I've it was I've never in. I think I think it was about three years ago. Was the last time I left so early. I've never seen so many people leave after that third goal went in, including myself. By the way, I'm going to be honest. Um... No, well, I did the same, mate. I did the same. And uh, I, I'm not... Listen, if you're not happy with the football, walk out. I've always said that. You've paid your money. Mm. If you're not happy with what's going on, leave. Don't listen to these people that tell you you've got to stay at the end. Not not a chance. You've paid your money. If you're not happy with it, leave. I've always said that. And I did that tonight. I left on 80 minutes, whatever it was, and I walked out. Yeah. And uh, I, I'll always do that <clears> because at the end of the day, I've paid. Um, if I didn't like a piece of theatre I was watching, I'd walk out. Um, you know, if I didn't like a film I was watching, I'd walk out. Same thing for me. Um, yeah, uh, thank you for coming on, mate. There's three other people no that want to come in. If anybody else wants to come in, now bless you, thank you. If anybody else wants to come in, now's the time to hit the request button um, and you can have your say. I'm going to try and bring Hemel in. Um, good evening. We've been waiting very, very patiently. How are you, mate? Hello. 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 You're in. Sorry. We can hear you. <laughs> I did, it kind of cut out, sorry. Um, yeah. That's all right. Um, um, Again, another disappointing game after that high of uh, Villa away. Um, and yeah, um, shout out to all the Palace fans salivating over a rubbish Watford team winning against another. Well, we're going to bring some more in in a minute, mate. So. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're salivating <laughs> over oh, do we, have we, to? we are awful, but yeah. Um, that, yeah, literally just another lethargic performance. Um, can't really, can't really, I've kind of given up now, really. Just no hope, really, that we're going to stay up. Um, yeah. Well, you and me both. Him. Yeah, I think you and I me think both. the players are already relegated as well. So it's a bit, it's, it's a bit I... that kind of mentality. You can see that after that first goal even went in, I think they were surprised we equalised. Um, it was really, you know, I was I was amazed that we came back from you know being one nil down. But then after they scored their you know their second goal, I think heads dropped again and uh, Palace just kind of set up to maintain their their lead and then they pushed on. So. Yeah, you can't really do yeah. much about that. No, that's a fair enough assessment, mate. Absolutely. Stay where it, you are. It, it was interesting. I, I walked to the ground from a car to to, yeah, to to the ground and then back again and just happened to tie in with the same Palace fan on the way there and on the way back. Perfectly reasonable bloke, really nice fella, opposable thumbs and everything. Right. <laughs> and 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 he was he was he was really good and he was saying, No, we're dreading this. We, you know, we have had real problems. The last team we've beaten has been, you know, Hartlepool in the foot or the last team in like last five games or what have you. Um and you you're sitting there and you're kind of Watford alert Claxon is firing off because you know what we're gonna do. We're gonna get somebody else's season going again for them. And of course we did. And mm. I ca- caught caught up with him on the way back. And I said, well, that was dreadful. He he actually said, well, you know, until it went to 3-1, we were all really nervous because we've seen Roy kind of, you know, it's not good to watch. It's organised, etc. But he might nick something and he'll keep something. And it was like, really? That's not Mm. the game I saw. Um, You know, I saw saw that what happened was when we got back to one all, we had a 10 minutes where we kind of went at them. And then they just decided that actually we're not getting as much kind of uh, uh, as much joy in the middle. What we're going to do is we're going to bypass the middle and we're going to play it into um, Mateta or to the two wide guys. And then our midfielders, especially Gallagher and Hughes, are going to push on. I've never seen Hughesy push on so far. Even when he was playing right wing for us, he never got over there. Nosebleed territory. And that's what Mm. they did. They got the ball and they pushed it forward. And suddenly 
for about you know for the for the rest of the first half our, our midfield were nowhere to be seen and we didn't do anything to correct and that's the disappointing thing but Absolutely. Uh, no there yeah, are, yeah. there are some, I can say hand on heart there are some <clears> good palace fans out there who we're talking to well, I've got a list of about eight that want to talk to us. Before I do that, I'm going to go Can't for speak Ross. for all of them. <laughs> well, I'm going to go for Ross Strickland first, and then I'm going to bring in a couple of Palace fans. Hello, Ross. Well, sorry. Hello, mate. Mike was on mute. Hello, mate. You're right. Well, Ross, as, as well as I can be. Go on. Yeah. What a load of shit. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Uncle Ron, I think he's he's onto something. You know, I've, I've been talking about it a little bit. Obviously, I know that you've. Like mentioned past owners and things like that. When when are we going to end this 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 torment of bringing in these Udinese players who are too crap for the Serie A and 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 inevitably are just not good enough for the Premier League either? I've sort of had enough there, and I sort of don't want to push them out because, as I say, you don't always get that you know for who, who can go through the doors next. But I think we need to be a bit more exciting. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of we looked at the summer and we looked at January. Record fees, but Six or seven million, and that something, something silly. We're trying to, and some someone I think said earlier about the academy not investing in that. What a complete load of nonsense! Do you know what I mean, what we're we going to do then? Just well, well, buy right. buy players and just just hope. Is that what we're what we're planning on doing for the next sort of five or six years? That seems to be where we're at. Yeah, it's it, it, it. Yeah, I mean that's one way of putting it, isn't it? Especially as well as letting that wanker score two goals as well. I can't stand it. <laughs> Anyone in football apart from that bloody knob. Oh god. <laughs> well, you're setting yourself up here a little bit because I'm about to bring a Palace fan. Oh, so do you want to say? Do you want to say anything nice about them before? No. no? Okay. Not all right. Really? I hate Palace. All right. That? Well, <laughs> he'll I'm be gonna... joyous about that. I'm going to bring in Talk Crystal Palace because I'm hoping that this is a reasonable person. <laughs> Hello, Talk Crystal Palace. How are you? Are you there? Pretty sure I've brought them in. Uh, okay. Maybe I haven't. Okay, let's let's bring in another one then. Let's, I'm going to pick one at complete random here. Fast Peak 6. Hello. Oh, nobody wants to talk to us anymore. Hello. Hello, oh, hello. There you go. How are you doing? We, uh, you muted yourself again. You hello? were talking, and you just there. Uh, hello, mate. That's it. You hello. How are you, mate? That was a uh, was a good game. Really. But you enjoy. Well, of course, you're going to enjoy the outcome of that. Yeah, I don't really know what to say. To yeah. be honest, I think I no, think no, I no. think until we went three one up, I was a bit on edge, as the other guy yeah. said. But I think in the end, we were more clinical. But no, I think it was a. Uh, I think it was a good game, brilliant. That's about it. What, All right. What, what, well, do you make of Roy Hodge, what do you make of Roy Hodgson? I'm just interested. What, what, uh, what do you make of Roy Hodgson um, for, for, for when he was at you, with your, you guys? Well, obviously, when he was with us, I quite liked him because he did a lot for us. He uh, kept us up, so got respect for him for that. But um, I don't know, really. He doesn't seem the same. He doesn't seem as organised for you guys. I don't know if that's the same. You think that as well? No, I think it's our players. I don't think it's him. Yeah. I think it's our players. Yeah, Probably a yeah. mix, job, really. Definitely our players. I don't really know your yeah. team very yeah. well. I know I, know, I quite like Dennis. He's good. But I don't really yeah. know many other players, to be honest. So. On his we're day, like, he's good. Yeah. We're like, we're like a boxer with a glass jaw. If we if we if we don't get hit, we're all right. The moment we take <laughs> the moment the moment we take you know we take a goal on, we we kind of go to absolute pieces, um, and and we we I think we were all just astonished that we actually got the equaliser. Because um, yeah. other than that, I really don't think we fashioned a chance properly that I can think of. 
Yeah. Not really. Yeah. No. I agree, really. Thanks well, for coming just, on, mate. Justin, really appreciate just, it. Go on, Tom. Me, Justin, Justin was telling me at 1-0 we were going to lose 3-0. And I, I convinced him that he was wrong and uh, being ludicrous. And, and now I feel sorry. So I owe you an apology, Justin. I do apologise. Just, just leave it in the vlog, mate. You know? Just leave it in the vlog. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah? No problem. If you don't mind. I will do. Yeah. We're going to go no, over no to ta- we're going over to Tampa, Florida Thank now. You. Uh, no, no worries. Cheers, mate. mate. Thanks Thank for you. coming on. Uh, hello, Ed in Tampa. Hello. Is the weather nice there, mate? Oh, I don't know. Twenty-seven <laughs> degrees. Oh, down. oh no, I, d- I don't really want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, where to begin? Where to begin? Um, Go Carl, on, I, th- I thought this is the most passive you've been in. I don't know how long. Um, you, oh, you we can a... wind him up. Yeah. We can wind him up oh, if you want. If you want he, us to, he... we can wind him up. It's not he hard. Had, he had a jolly please, good old nibble don't. at Rupert there. Um, no, you no. Know. I, do you know what? I, I, re- I respect what Rupert was saying. I just, it, I think it was the way it, he's, it, it, you know, he's very posh and he uses words I don't understand. So that's that's why I was so frustrated. <laughs> that's, a, that's one way of putting it. But look, listen, I think when you push all of that aside, the concerns are very real. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this before. Peter has, has, you know, fully validated everything I was going to say around the finance of the football club um, and, and points that we've just talked about previously. Um, we go down. We have some extreme concerns to address regarding the financial status of the club. Um, that's very real. The club isn't a charity. And I just feel a lot of people believe that Pozzo is this charitable spearhead of the club which he's not and it's not out of his own love and money that this club exists and I think I, I just I don't know if Watford fans understand that um, and when you dive into the finances and you look at the, the transactions that are made um, and the repetitive nature of some of these transactions it's extremely concerning but we've talked about that all previously um, I just think that you know Eyes need to be opened. Um, do, do I have an, an alternative solution? Absolutely not. I don't know who comes in um, to, to purchase the club. Um, if someone did um, and, and some money was actually put forward to, number one, wipe clean our debts. Number two, uh, secure our football club um, and stadium, which at the moment it's very much at large, uh, which uh, we spoke before about shaking buckets to buy that thing back. That was a painful exercise, um, but, yeah. you know, we, we yeah. were successful in doing that. So that's kind of what I wanted to say on, on, on that. Um, I, I don't know where we go from here. I just think, again, people need to perhaps be a little bit um, uh, a little bit more eyes open with, with regards to the scenario and, and, and the real risks that we, that we face. And, and look, when the books come out uh, for, for the previous financial year, it's going to be very interesting, um, you know, looking at what the debt situation is um, at this point uh, after one season in the Premier League, looking at what other expenses are on the accounts. Um, not that we'll ever be able to dive into those, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, on, on, on more positive news, um, I heard uh, Hewton was in the director's box this afternoon. So that could be a potential uh, incoming um, uh, to... Uh, Chris Hewton. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fucking hell! Seriously? Oh, yes, did you just yeah. say? Did you just say positive and Chris Hutton in the same <laughs> sentence? There? I, I, I think you, you should know the sarcasm is very real Ed, right now, Carlos. Ed, that 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 is some fine fishing. I think you've caught yourself a coal there. That was excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you know, right, I don't right, think you're wrong if with If anybody mentions nip, Mark Hughes, I'm fucking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't say he's been spotted, but yeah. So, uh, you know, if that's where we're going next, then. Um, Goodness gracious me, and Gino, we trust, eh? Well, maybe, maybe. Um, Ed, can I, stay can where I just, you are, Can I just say, on, can I, yeah, that was a, I was just going to say, that was a great, uh, well said there, that was a, a great point, put across brilliantly. Um, and yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better myself, so yeah, yeah great little uh, bit there, well done. I've got a feeling that everybody else that wants to speak is a Palace fan. So before um, I, I bring anybody else in, uh, a few five-word match reviews. Uh, Watford supporter has said, I quite like the championship. Uh, Baldin Bari has put one step forward, 50 back. Vince Smith has said it can't get any worse. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, Catherine Jones has said, I literally can't be bothered. Um Andy Clark, more resilience in wet quavers. Um, <laughs> fair enough. That's very uh, niche. <laughs> it's, it's quite niche, isn't it? Uh, ben it's very said, niche. Very niche. Ben has said players don't give a shit, um, which I'm kind of uh, in agreement with. Uh, Mikey Abrahams, looking forward to Wigan away. Uh, Fazana Chowdhury, Preston away on Tuesday night. Um, uh, well, Patrick Hanlon... Um, good job this is uh, raw and non-bleeps because he's put a bunch of fucking overpaid wankers um, I, I don't think he was very in- <laughs> I'm pretty sure he wasn't very impressed with tonight's, um, that, tonight's that's result that's my favourite that, that, if we can give a prize that, that gets the that gets the prize, that gets the prize. Um, I'm, presu- I'm presuming that was the Watford team and not just me and Carl uh-huh. Yeah, possibly. Um, now, I literally have got potluck here because I think all of these people are Palace fans. I'm going to pick someone I think will probably be the most sympathetic and nice. I'm probably going <laughs> to... I'm probably picking completely the wrong You're person. You're going to cock this up now. I am, yeah. aren't I? I'm going to yeah. cock this up. Let's go for Bill Shacks because he's been waiting quite patiently. Bill Shacks, how are you? Can you hear us and can you speak? Hey, Bill. Good evening. Good evening, Bill. You need to take your mic off of mute, Bill. Oh, yeah. Perhaps sorry, it's the shock sorry, of me. There places. you go. Hello, there Bill. you are. How are you doing? First one, You're right. First one's that window, Agiza. You talk about what's the point in investing in your academy, right? You literally got spanked tonight by a team that has three academy players starting for them. And Carl, I said it to you before, mate. First. Karma. Absolute karma for not letting your boy go to AFCON. You're going to get relegated. Fucking enjoy the championship. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, you see, what he's done there is a bit of a mic drop moment, I think. Yeah, um, he's, he's... No, no, what what he's done is he's come on. It, this is not a phone call that you can just put the phone down on your mum because you don't want to come home. It, you know, oh, yeah. bless him. Well, he's, he's literally gone. He's, he, said, he said what he's, he's going to say. I picked the wrong one, didn't I, there, basically. What I've done there yeah, is I've I picked the wrong you one, haven't I? Up. Yeah, I know. Have I managed yeah. to get this so wrong? All right, OK, so, Cole, pick a number between one and nine. Uh, six. One, two, three, four, five. Adrian, Aiden Russell, you are in. Carl has picked you to speak. Hello, Aiden Come Russell. On, Aiden. Are you there? He's just connecting. It's taking a while to connect. Are you there, Aiden? I think you might have gone, actually. Oh, he's requesting again. Hang on. Oh, we've all gone a bit wrong here. Aiden Russell, here we go. Aiden, 
Are you there? You need to just take yourself off mute, mate. Hello, Aiden. Ah, uh, you've picked the wrong number, Carlos. You see what you've done there? You picked the wrong number completely. Oh, hello. He's here. Hello, Aiden. You're right. Up the palace. <laughs> Are you enjoying the M25? Is that it? Lose him. Oh, Is that no. all you want to say? Oh, well, well we'll, get, we'll get rid of him. Well, um, done. well done, Aiden. There's a reason. Yeah, he's There's gone. There's a reason that... Yeah, goodbye. Now, uh, I did refer to opposable thumbs earlier on, and that's the you reason did. why. Yeah, you did. I'll tell you what, yes, Pete, I'm going to yes, give you this to, yes. I'm going to give you this to edit, Pete. You don't know that yet, but you're <laughs> going to get this, you're getting this in the morning. Um, right. Let's see, uh, anybody else, who shall I pick now? Let's go for Daniel Winston. Hello, Daniel, how are you? Are you there, Daniel? Daniel Winston, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. What do you want to say? Welcome to, welcome to Roy Hodgson football. Yeah, we're enjoying that, Yay! I can tell you. We're really enjoying that, I tell you. We take, take it you weren't a great fan of the football that you played. No, then. like, Sar and Dennis are gone if, if he stays in charge. You're right. Yeah, they were You're all right. over the and place. And you ain't got, luckily we had the chairman who would have kept, who kept Sahar and players like that. You haven't, so goodbye. If he stays in, it's just CDM, defensive... Yeah, no, I can see that. Uh, I thought your I, I thought your left back Mitchell looked very useful. Yeah, if you look at how's he? How, if you look at his stats, he's one of the best defensive. It was like Wambasaka. They're they're yeah. very similar going forwards. Yeah, he's probably he's getting better, but defensively, well, I mean, but then to be fair to, to you guys, so hardly had anything going forward because he's knackered tracking back. Hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. Well, Listen, yeah. thanks for being a reasonable Palace fan, by the way. Um, yeah, thank you for coming on contributing. We've, we've, we've had some that aren't, so it's, <laughs> it's been great having you on. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Uh, let's, thank Cheers, you. mate. WFC Johnny Y, uh, you're Hello. on. <clears throat> How are you? Hey, Johnny. Yeah, well, pretty depressed after that, to be honest. We all are, mate. Um, we all just are. Just to start off. Um, don't be, Johnny. Don't be. We're all in it together. <laughs> I cannot stand Palace. Just to start off, as soon as Zaha, especially Zaha, as soon as he scored that, I was off. I think most of the rookery was as well. Um, uh, did he? Did he score then? I, <laughs> I must have missed it. <laughs> he scored twice, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, did he? Uh, right. Yeah. Um, I just think it's more than just this season. I think you know we are going to go down realistically, and if we do come up, which I don't think we will, it's just going to be the same problem. It's just a repeating, you know, problem. When are we going to get out of this cycle of sack a manager, get a new manager, sack a manager, get a few points, go down, come up, get a random manager. You know, it's just an endless cycle. It does seem to be that way. Yeah, it does certainly seem it's to really, be that it's way. Really, it's, re it's really interesting that that's... that's uh, do you know, it would be quite nice, like, you know, some sort of poll, Justin, to sort of say who's calling for, you know, a big change at the top. Yeah. Because that's, that's what it kind of feels. A lot A lot of people are saying, you know... I'll certainly put one out. I'll certainly put... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think... think I think it'd be interesting just to, just to get a feel of it. I think as well, I think there's a problem within the fan base as well I think I mean just looking on Twitter after the game there's just always a big divide like after like the Hughes situation like half, when he went off half the rookery booed the other collapsed like and there's just a I don't know I just feel like there's a divide within the club just in general I, it's quite toxic I think 
I think I think you're right about the divide. I think I think Hughes isn't necessarily the the best kind of um, example of it because there's always going to be somebody who thinks that anybody who leaves the club is like, like yeah. you know, awful. But there's definitely a thing with uh, you know people who uh, it, it feels like that there's like like a continuum. There's like one line, and at one end you've got people who you know say you know get rid of the potsos and at the other end you've got people who say well remember the potsos yeah. the answer the, the the actual truth is you've got you know or they'll criticize the, the potsos about what's going on they're not actually on the same line you can criticize the potsos and still be incredibly grateful for what we've had for the last decade it's entirely reasonable to say they have bought us success because this is just this is just fact like we have never had apart from graham taylor and unless somebody's got a switch that they can press to to reignite graham taylor we ain't gonna get that so they have done brilliantly but it's fine to say i'm really grateful for that but from what I've seen from the last three years, I've got real concerns about the direction we're going. As Rupert said earlier on, got real concerns about the the financials. You know, good, bad, or indifferent. As as Ed said, you know, you know, we we can't necessarily always buy into this, and it is hard to know what's going to happen when the man who holds the purse strings, the man who controls the club, the man who makes all the decisions. But you know, you can talk about Giraldi, and we can talk about Giretta. It's common knowledge that at the end of the day. If Gino Pozzo is going to put his hand in his pocket, whichever one that is, it's him who makes the decision at the end of the day. That's why it's important to hear from him about his plans for the future of the club, about how stable we are going down or coming back up or whatever it is. It would be nice to hear when they first came in, they talked about a project and they don't really talk about it like that anymore. In fact, they don't really talk very much anymore. It would be really nice to have that reaffirmed uh, and, and whatever they're going to decide to do. Or you know, even if it's stick or twist, what it's going to be. But we don't have to be not grateful or grateful. We can be both. We can be grateful but still concerned about what's going on. A couple of things. Um, I've actually just put out a a tweet about is it time for a, a change at the top. So if you want to vote on that, go to our Twitter. You can vote on that. Um, and there was something else, but I've totally forgotten it now. Um, Harley, you're in if you want to speak. Hey, Harley. Yeah, yeah hello, mate. Uh, How you doing? I'm the uh, Watford fan that's probably on everyone's timelines at the minute with the uh, Ismail Assar, Andre Gray tweet. Oh, well, I'll check that out later. I've not seen it, but uh, go on. Which, which has got everyone, it's probably rubbed everyone up the wrong way, which yeah, is a bit <laughs> of an exaggeration. But uh, I'm trying to see if I can find it. Go on, you keep talking. I, I basically said something <laughs> along the lines of Ismail Assar for 40 million has been a worse signing for Watford than Andre Gray for 18 million. Oh, bah, bah, bah. controversial. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. controversial, controversial. Wow. I know, I know. Strong, I know. strong. Might That's I say, cool. I tweeted that walking out of the stadium after the fourth goal had just <laughs> gone in and I was seething. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't blame you, mate. To be but, fair, uh, I don't blame you. Yeah, just sort of want to, I mean, it's tonight, so just, you saw when they were kicking off after the third goal had just gone in. And the the ball comes to Saar. And Zaha nicks it. He doesn't move. And yeah. he's waiting for the ball to come to him. And Zaha runs in and nicks it off his toes. And for me, that just sort of sums him up tonight. Tonight, if, if not as well as other nights, I mean, for a player that we supposedly signed for £40 million, I really don't see why everyone adores him to the extent that they do. For, do you know uh, what? I, I kind of agree with you because for £40 million, you would expect something special. Yeah. Peter, has, Peter has spoken in the past about he's a moments player. 
which yeah. I totally agree with. I totally get he's a moments player. But yeah. is a moments player for £40 million pounds a bit yeah. of a luxury? Can, can a team like Watford, in the financial state, I mean, we've seen in this season, we've had loans going out against our stadium. A team in a financial state like Watford, can we afford to be splashing £40 million pounds on a moments player that will do it here and he'll do it there, but he won't do it for the whole season? And... I've got to say, mate, just... that I've got to say that for me, forty million on him and eighteen million on Andre. Any day I'll take I've... the forty million on Saar. I've got, I've got, I've got to jump in here. Sorry, because the, the inner pedant in me has to speak. He he signed for twenty seven million, twenty seven million pounds. That was the actual cost. It was about thirty five million euros. It was widely reported because it's always in the interest of the club to go look how much money we've spent. He, he is down on um, many instances as, as it being 27 million. Happy to be, have it corrected, but that's my understanding. No. I, still think, I still think you come out of 4-0 having seen Saar do or not do very much this evening. And feel, I, I think I think it's a it's a fair you know call out to make. Personally, Andre Gray is is still kind of just would irk me completely. Um, but for for me, Saar, um, we had this discussion at half time, Justin. Um, he basically, if you go back and on the highlights, and I appreciate that nobody's going to be rushing back to look at the highlights of that if they're wearing a Watford badge on the chest. Um, if you look at what he did, he didn't basically pick up any de- uh, any of the defending and Mitchell, their, their left-back, got forward and he just let him go. And mm. uh, it, it was uh, Femenia came out and he defended the initial ball and it spilt and it came back out because you both got, I think it was Zaha and Mitchell both in the, in the area. And again, Femenia is trying to do it and Zaha was walking. And we know he can do a job because he did a job on Saturday. He opted out today. He really didn't turn up, and I think you, I think your point about yeah. complaining about him. My yeah. my, own, my only complaint is 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 the maths involved and the, and the money. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Good point. So that's sort of the thing with Saw. I mean, I I can understand a winger not doing their defensive duties, and obviously that does annoy me just as much as it annoys everyone. But I can understand it if he's doing the business the other end, if he's running defenders ragged like we've seen he can do. But today he just looks scared and he never takes on his man and he never beats his man and puts a cross in. It's always just he stands them up. He has electric pace, which he also never seems to use. I mean, all I want Saar to do when he gets the ball is kick it into space and run after it because 90% of the time he'll be the fastest player on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He never seems to use his pace. He never puts a cross in. His finishing, as we saw the season we went down, 2019-20, cost us and is inconsistent at best. And I just really don't see the protection and love he gets from our fan base for a forty for a £27 million player well, still. I, I think the fact that we haven't seen much of him this season means we're kind of welcoming, welcoming him back a bit um, because he was, he's been out since the 20th of November. Oh my God, Sars back. We're expecting something big. And don't forget, he did set up that goal for Dennis against Aston Villa in a, in a game that we won. But like you say, or like Peter says, that's a moment. That's not a player that's consistently running up the wing, whipping in balls for our forwards to nod in, which is really what we're expecting what, from him. He's what also, other options are there, Justin? Well, we haven't got any other options, but but he, he's our strongest option, but, then, but we, we are then, kind of putting everything on him, yeah, exactly. is, is the problem. Correct. And and um, is it Harley, what Harley just said there? You know, he's, he's spot on. He hasn't been good enough. But when you look at, again, it, for me, it comes back to, to the recruitment argument again. There's just not enough depth in that, that squad. And it, it, it's it's poor because there isn't any, but, you know, we're, we're, 
we're praying that a player that has has been inconsistent since his arrival, let's be honest, mm-hmm. um, is all of a sudden on the, on the back of his AFCON antics, you know, winning it, is going to turn up and deliver. Um, mm. And, you know, he had moments against Aston Villa, set the goal up, give him that. But tonight, you know, <coughs> he, he, he was a no-mark, just, just, just really poor. In fairness, he was a no-mark in a team of no-marks. I think we can all agree with that. The thing with Saar with me is is that when he starts, we almost have to play 4-3-3. We can't play 4-4-2. We know that yeah. that is what Roy will do. Yeah. He's done it for 35 years. We have to play this formation in order to give Saar a free roll because we've been talking about the money and the assets and typically the Pozzos have made money from their player trading, which means bringing somebody in at a price, get putting him into a good shop window, making them look good and then selling them on. We haven't got that with Saar. He's, he's flattered to deceive, but he's still forcing us into a formation. And it might be the better formation. I'm not arguing about that, but it's interesting that the moment he comes back in, Saar's got to have, you know, we've got to play this way because of Saar, which means that King has to play you know, without a natural partner off him because Dennis and Saar, when we haven't got the ball, as they did very well on Saturday in fairness, have to drop very deep and very wide. Um, today, they look, he looked isolated. I'm not saying King's pulling up any trees because we absolutely know he's not. Um, but it doesn't, it, it, I don't think it's necessarily the thing that's helping us the most is having to play in a, in a particular shape to accommodate a player who is, oh, crikey, um, well, kind of temperamental at best. Mm. famous sloping pitch podcast we're following the greatest show on earth but would you like pitch side seats for all the action in qatar the heat the goals the drama well so would we but why not join me nick hancock in stoke-on-trent and co-host chris england in london's sw16 every game live from england the famous sloping pitch podcast we think this tournament could be okay sport social I'm going to bring in another Palace voice, I think, because Charlie at CG Palace has been waiting for quite a long time. Um, but one thing I will say, Charlie, is please be nice because uh, hey, we have we have had some uh, some of your fans come on that were a little bit on the rude side. Um, <laughs> hello, Charlie. How are you? Take yourself off mute and have your say. Hello. Good evening. Hello, Charlie. How hey, are you? Hey, Charlie. Well done, uh, mate. Congratulations on the good. Thank you. Thank you, team. Great day out. I just want to say quickly, go, uh, cool. you lot of shit. In the nicest way possible, you you're awful, and I hope you now understand how we felt for years. Which is is that how you felt under under Roy? Going to Palace games under Roy Hodgson was a chore. It was like you was dragging yourself to go to games. You weren't really yeah. going there for for the football. You were just going there for a day out. I was joined, I was I was walking to and funnily enough joined up with him again on the way back from the ground, uh, one of your, one of your supporters and he said you know we were very grateful for him but lots of season ticket holders were you know basically going to not renew because because it was so dreadful to watch is that is that a reasonable assessment? The way I look at it is this this season under Vieira we sell out a lot of our away games fast under Hodgson it, that wasn't the case whatsoever you had there was empty there's empty seats at I mean, away games that weren't even far away. You're looking at Southampton and games like that. They were going on sale still a few days before. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now, yeah, yeah. with away games, they're, they're setting up two, three days after going on sale. And I think that's what that's what shows. There's like 
it's not just like an entertainment factor. There's a belief back from all the fans that want to go to the game. Yeah, you want to, you want to follow something. Well, exactly. Absolutely, you know I mean? makes sense. Makes sense. I think I think what we got at Palace is a vision to actually go somewhere. And no disrespect, but you've got Roy Hodgson who's just there to do a job for six months, a year, just to just to build the foundation well, for someone else to come in and do a job. I think yeah, we've brought him in until the end of the season. That, Charlie. No, no. We've brought him into the end of the season. It's not a long-term appointment by any means. And like we've said in the past, if he gets relegated, is that really a slur on his CV? You know what I mean? The man's done enough in his career. He doesn't need to prove it. I know what you're saying, yeah, but us Palace fans did the same thing when we got him in. Oh, he's just going to come in and keep us up and then he'll swan off at the end of the season and end up staying for another three years. So, <laughs> let's hope not. It'll be it'll be ten years Christ, older than God if he's. I can't watch that for three years. Uh -oh, no, I can't anyway, watch that for three years. I heard, I had someone saying he'll be gone yeah, next. Chris Hutton was in. Chris Hutton was at the game tonight. We heard yeah, we've this, heard yeah. that as well. Yeah, if, that that doesn't bode. If you well, go anywhere it? near that, you, you oh, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you lot doing? Don't, don't even go there. Frying pan in at the fire, mate. Yeah, that'll be poor. That'll be poor. Charlie, you were very patient, mate. You were waiting a long time to come in. Thank you for coming on. It's been lovely having you on the uh, on the Twitter space. I'm going to have to move on now because we're running out of time and I've got a lot of people that still want to speak. Ian oh, Bacon, geez. friend of ours. Yeah, go on, Charlie. Cheers. Off you go. Cheers, uh, Charlie, mate. <laughs> Ian Bacon, I take it you're home now, my friend? Yes, yes, I am. Um, this has been an entertaining listen driving home. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Apologies for the uh, language. I know your daughter was with you. Hopefully she didn't hear any bad language while we were going on. That's, that's not a problem. I'm definitely on the um, uh, side of the fence with... Um, so, yes, let's let's hear from the Pozos. Let's hear what they've got to say and whatever, but let's not try and get them out because that would be the absolute worst thing for us. Well, that was the second thing I wanted to say a minute ago, is that we have actually extended an olive branch to the upper echelons at Watford to say, listen, do you want to come on a podcast? Mm. And as of yet, it's yeah. been denied. Um, so we are trying to get uh, people higher up at the club to come on and talk to us, but we're not being very successful with that at the moment. Anyway, Ian, sorry, carry on. Um, and it, it's all been said... Um before about the performance um, tonight. Um, I don't know if I, I, I missed it um, through through driving and losing connection and whatever, but one slight, um, I'm always going to try and look for a positive, and I thought Kucho put himself around well when he came on in the second half and he probably showed Saar how it should be done. Um, I agree with what the previous speaker said about Saar. Um, and there were some people around me that groaned that when um, Cucho had that shot, and it did go high and wide and mighty, but at least he was the only person that took the ball by the horns and tried mm. to have a shot on target in, in the second half. So, um, but yeah, pretty pretty, um, uh, pretty frustrating um, stuff. And um, who'd have thought a performance would be worse than the Norwich game, but there we go. Well, absolutely, mate. That was worth, worse than the Norwich game. Was it as bad as the West Ham game, though? Because that was 4-1, and I don't remember there being that much in that either. So, oh, we've had so many. We've had so many bad games that it's, you know, it's, how do you compare them? Um, yeah, yeah. It's, the norm, it's the norm, unfortunately, now, isn't it? It is. It is the norm, the, yeah. The thing is, they, I, I believe Palace, until tonight, had won five games. We had won five games. That did not look like you had the same level of wins 
you know, and I appreciate they've had an awful lot more draws, but that didn't look like a team to me who, you know, <laughs> who had had the same amount of wins as us. We we looked poles apart, and I'm not saying Palace were uh, were, were Brazil of 1982. They were they were a Palace side who were well organised, made some adjustments, and did us f- for fun. And we just did not do anything. We didn't react. As I said earlier on, we looked like a boxer with a glass chin. The moment they scored, you just go, oh, for Christ's sake, that's it. That's done. Yeah, and, and there's and no God, belief that we'll come back. Yeah, and, and I haven't um, uh, read it fully, obviously, because I've been, been listening to this, but it looks like Roy's done another classic post-match interview where he said it, it, uh, 4-1 was harsh on us or something. So Absolute nonsense. Oh, oh, absolute nonsense. Oh, what is he talking about? If that's true, that is nonsense. It's, yeah. it's, on, it's, it's come from the, the Watford Observer again, so I can... I only assume it's taken from the press conference that he's done and then they've just put it out. But um, It must be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it must be. Um, just very quickly, the poll that I put out, um, is it realistically time for a change at the top at Watford FC? 63 votes, 56% yes, 25% no, 15, uh, 19% not sure. So it's looking very much like the yes is in favour of a change at the top at Watford FC, which is, you know, it's fair enough. That's what people think. Um Five word match reviews. Um, well, this is not five words, but it's what would I do for Javi back? Um, Old Trafford ticket for sale, says George White. Um, Ian the Hornet has just put it's time yeah, I, I've got so- one of those as well. Have you? What a ticket for sale for Old Trafford, have you? Is that what you got? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Ian the Hornet has just said, it's time our owners sold the club, time for fresh blood and ideas and investment. The Pozzos have been brilliant for us, but I think they've taken us as far as they can. Um, I really don't know where I am on this debate. I think I'd have to see a little bit more before I got fully um, behind having a uh, an aeroplane with a banner going over the, uh, the stadium. But, uh, I mean, who knows? Um, we do have a few requests. I've got a feeling they're all Palace fans. And last time we did a lot of and I picked one at random it didn't go very well um, Carlos <laughs> pick, pick, pick a num- Carl pick a number again between 1 and 10 ok I'm going for lucky number 2 lucky number 2 that's Matthew that's Gooder right. you are well you probably are but you're the one who's picking them uh, hello Matthew Matthew Gooder how are you just take yourself off mute mate hey Matthew Hi, Matthew. Oh, I can see you're a speaker. I can see you're a speaker. Hello? No, I don't think he's there. I think he's probably gone to bed. I think we're all going to do that Uh, in a minute. Are you there, Matthew? No. Okay, he's gone. Uh, Shall I pick one more? Let's go for... I'm going to go for Amesy. There was Uh, lots of heavy breathing on that one. Oh, was there? Oh, that's not good. Amesy, you're uh, right, you're right, lads. Yeah, it's quite a lot of heavy. Yeah, well, yeah, we're mate. not. We're not, <laughs> but go on. Yeah, well, <laughs> the the main thing that I thought uh, about, about Watford today was I couldn't believe the difference in your style of play from the start of the season to today. I mean, mainly in that you were so free-scoring, it seemed, at the start of the season, even though you weren't particularly getting results. And um, you just looked like you didn't threaten today at all, despite having what I think was the best... Your best front three out there. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I great point. We, I think great you're point. right. 
Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. But where, how do you, why do you think you were better than us this evening? Then how do you think you got a result like that against um, us? Well, f- first and foremost, I think I think we've got a better squad, so it's always going to be an uphill battle for you. Um, but but also, you didn't really capitalise on the momentum of that of that equaliser. If you look at Palace, absolutely, if you look at Palace all season. We've we've gone ahead in yeah. a lot of games, and we found that in the 45th and and 90th minutes, we've We've conceded and thrown games away. I mean, only last week against Chelsea, we conceded a, a winner later on. And you just didn't have any of that kind of tenacity and drive to go on and win it, which I thought like a, you know, uh, an earlier season, Watford might have that. Um, but it seems like Roy's sucked the life out of you. I don't think it's Roy, mate. I think this happened long before Roy came along. I, I just think Roy can't stop it is the problem. That's that's what I think. Thanks for coming on, mate. Uh, Mike Duffy, how are you? Voices yeah. the big. How are you doing, mate? Hey, Mike. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, well, I'm not good, considering what <laughs> yeah, I've just watched. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think, you know, it's so disappointing and so Watford-like. You know, we go and have that brilliant win against Aston Villa. And, yeah, you know, they're in a bit of a run of bad form but overall you know Gerard's done a you know brilliant job there and I certainly didn't expect us to go and pick up three points there and we go and pick up three points you know brilliant performance solid at the back and everything else and then it's just typical Watford we follow it up against Palace and lose 4-1 it, it reminds me of we, we, we did exactly the same we beat Liverpool 3-0 ended their unbeaten run and then the next game after that was Palace and we went and lost 1-0 and it's just deja vu all over again. And I think, you know, it's been said tonight, you know, Roy has said certain things about the team saying we're unlucky and that. But I just think that we've had three months. He's, he's our third manager this season now. And I just think, you know, for, for once, I just think, right, you know, it's the players. No manager can stop this rot. And we, we need a serious rebuild for next season. Big time. Yeah. I think that's reason- very reasonable. Yeah, can't disagree with any of that. Really, I think I think you're right. Um, I think I think I think, I think sorry, just coming just coming back to Mike's points there <clears throat> is the fact that we have to look at like the cumulative effect of the management changes. And I know everybody's kind of pulled this out. It used to work. It used to have a shock impact. It used to have a, like a mini kind of manager bounce or what have you, which we, sim- which we simply don't have. And if you're going to bring in somebody, and we've we've already said uh, on previous podcasts on this, that Roy typically takes somewhere between eight and ten games to get his points across. So we still are in the formative stages. But the, the problem is, is the underlying culture to the players, because people have said, well, have, have, the, have the bad eggs gone? Are they, are they Are they still there? It's not that. It's the permeating culture of, well, we haven't played particularly well. I don't have to listen to this head coach because he's literally a temporary employee. He will be gone by April, May, February, you know, tick whichever box is applicable. Um, And therefore, there isn't really any kind of consequence. There's no kind of thought of, you know, if we take a shoeing on on the Saturday, well, we'll just be off on Monday because there'll be a point in the new manager by Tuesday. Uh, And it's coming down now to the underlying culture that only the Potsos... And, and by that, obviously, you mean you know Gino Pozzo, Scott Duxbury, and in now Cristiano Giretta, who are the consistent people who are there, are enabling that culture. It needs to be changed. So, so how would you change it? Would you? Yeah. 
Agree. How would you change it, Peter? The difficulty is, is that you know we did, we we talked about this obviously when Ranieri went. It fundamentally comes down to what can they do to roll the dice to try to stay up? Because fundamentally, the financial position is different if we stay up to if we go down. If we go down, it would make sense to sell Dennis and Saar for accumulation of somewhere circa 50 to 60 million, if you can find somebody berserk enough to pay that. Um, Because that would then fill in the difference between the Premier League, or a a huge hole of the difference between the Premier League money and the parachute money. And then you have to then restructure based on being in the championship. If we stay up, we have to restructure being based in the Premiership. Either of those have to have some element of long-term plan and long-term commitment to a team. The, 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 the best example that I can think of at the moment, well, or two, would be Hasselhutl or Hasselhutl and Potter. Both of those managers have been given time. You know, Hasselhutl has been, you know, gubbed 9-0 at home by Leicester, but they didn't have a knee-jerk reaction to it. They've kept him. They've, they've kind of tried to kind of reinvest him. Yes, they've sold players from under him, but they've tried to agree in a process and a structure and given him a position of authority. Potter doesn't have the most fabulous of squads, but he's got them playing very good football, which has incrementally improved season to season. And he's done that. He did it at Ostersons. He had a good season at Swansea, and he's doing the same thing again at, at Brighton. That's something that you can build on. That's a platform that you can build on. That's a p- person who sits in a position of authority and direction rather than somebody who is bought in on a you know kind of subcontracted basis to go and kind of get the lads to run around and see what you can get them to do on the pitch. We know Roy takes some time to do it. It's no surprise that other coaches on occasions are also going to take some time to do it and might have some longer-term benefit. The mm. pot soap model... It considers that managers or head coaches, or call them what you will, if they perform well, somebody will come and nab them, like Marco Silva. And if they perform badly, you'll want to replace them. And the idea is to get them out with the minimum of fuss. That's great. It's worked for five years. It ain't working any longer. So something has to change. Otherwise, we'll get what we keep getting at the moment, which is yo-yo and very intermittent performances. But why is it that nobody above us can see this? Why is it that nobody at the board can see this? They they obviously think it's the right thing. Otherwise, they'd change Be- it. Because in Udinese, they got they took over the club in 1984 and they have never been relegated. This to right. them is still an outlier. If you look at all of the data that they've had over all of those years and the last 10 years, they've had unmitigated success. And we have had unmitigated success and we should be very, very grateful for what we've had. Genuinely, we should do. But what we're seeing at the moment, you could argue that it's what's called, ironically, the Peter principle, which is somebody and teams get promoted to the level where they're no longer competent and therefore they then return to the means. So, you know, it, it could be said that it's going to get corrected. We are, you know, as I've said before, we're a satellite town on the edge of London with a 20,000-seat stadium that isn't even filled all the time. Mm. We are punching above our weight. And those people who turn around and point that out, they're not wrong. They're absolutely right. But you have to come back to the Duxbury point, which he's made several times. You know, he's not made many points in the last couple of years, but he said it beforehand. We have to operate smarter. We have to come up with a model because we don't just have the money of um, somebody mentioned Wolves earlier on. Um, we don't have that that sort of thing. We have to do what, what players have done. At, at, for example, Palace is a very, very good example. You mm. know, they've, they've come up and they have they have 
done well, granted with Roy, and they have now taken a stand to go on to a, a newer level with hopefully some long-term consistency for them. It'd be mm. interesting to see what happens if Man City or Arsenal's jobs come up as to whether or not they could keep Vieira. But, you know, at the moment, and I grant you the last five games for them haven't been happy hunting, as we'd seen with um, with Jonty previously coming on really concerned before the game as a Palace fan. Mm. But, but you can see that they're trying to build something. And if you are Will Hughes and, you know, things aren't quite right and, and you're a bit hacked off that you've gone through, you know, nine uh, managers in your three years or however many it was, and suddenly Patrick Vieira comes in for you and you think, well, there's a midfielder I could learn something from. You could understand why he would go. And then, you know, tonight you would suggest that that decision would be justified. Yeah, you're not wrong, mate. You're not wrong. I'm going to try and bring this to a bit of an end soon because it's coming up to 20 past 11 and this is well past my bedtime. Um, Charlie, you're, you can come in, WFC Chaz, um, and then I might take another couple of points and then I'm going to bring this to a close. Uh, Charlie, do you want to speak, mate? Hey, Charlie. Just take your mic off of uh, mute, mate. It's down the bottom. Hello, boys. Hello, there how you are you doing? Go on. I just want to say, I'm, I'm, I'm a 16-year-old kid. I've had a Watford season ticket for quite nine years now. And I'm going to be honest, that's, this is one of the worst seasons I've ever watched. Um, mate, listen, I've been going since 85 and it's one of the worst seasons I've ever watched. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm that old, but I, my, I've I'd heard stories from my dad and stuff, but it's just, yeah, it's just, it's almost depressing, isn't it? It's very depressing, to be honest with you, Charlie. Um, and, and, you know, you're 16, so you've only been going for a few years. But listen, exactly. mate, I've been going for a lot longer than you, and this is a bad season. I can tell you now, this I, is we a bad sitting, season. Me and Dad, we were sitting um, just next to the away fans in the Elton John stand today. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, we had the whole entire section to ourselves. It was very empty, though, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Me and my was. dad by ourselves, about seven rows. And about what fifteen seats long, all to ourselves. Mm. Moving off, it's the, the not wrong. Feels so dis, it feels so distant from the club. Well, you're not wrong, and if you can pick this up at age sixteen after only going for a few seasons, you know, then that's that's very astute of you because we've been saying this for about two years. You know, it, it, there's something not right there at all. There's, uh, there's, there's, I'm, there's, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's a problem. Upstairs and higher up, or what? But it's something's got to change. There, there's something that, and I appreciate. Sorry, I'm going to out old both of you here. God, <laughs> God. Um, but back in the eighties, right? Uh, you know, and we got promotion to the eighties, and we, we we'd had kind of like thirty thousand on occasions. Yeah. After six years in the top flight, it wasn't the Premiership then? We were getting regular attendances of fifteen and sixteen thousand. Yeah. And it was one of the things that got Graham Taylor to kind of move on in in, in the first place, because he, he thought, have I bought this club as far as it can go? What is the natural catchment area? And the Potsos have actually outdone us on, on average attendances in the top flight. Um, I, but I agree, you know, we can be grateful for that, but be concerned. And, and that people voting with their feet, granted, it's a Wednesday night, it's a 7.30 kickoff. If people are working or people are living far away, that's an awful lot of, you know, kind of travelling and, problems to you know to try to overcome to come to a game when we're just not performing but that should be klaxon kind of firing off in the in the boardroom about the fact that we are not selling out the ground at this level at this moment and it's basically because the product isn't good enough 
but yeah, so so what you're gonna what I'm gonna say to that, Peter, is that we're in the bottom three and we're playing Palace on a Wednesday oh. uh, at the end of the season that we've not done very well at. I can quite see why people stayed away tonight. It's, to be honest, it, it's by no means an implied criticism of of. The, the 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 people who weren't able to make it, I can I, as I say, it's a it's a large commitment to make on a midweek to get there. My point is, is the fact that if the fare was better, there would be more people in the ground. Exactly as as Charlie's made the. Kind I just of the, just the want to buy in. I um, I've I've got three mates who had nothing on tonight and asked them. I've got a couple spare tickets. I'll pay for you lot to come if you want to come down. And they both turned me down. They just said I don't want to watch that. Are they regular fans? Are they regulars to to Vicarage no, Road? To, they've never no, been before, or never been before. Well, that's worrying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's very both, worrying. If they never both been of them before. saying, both of them saying, don't want to come mm. just because of the football. Which, yeah, it's, it's not I, good. I've got all I can say to you, uh, Charlie, as someone who's probably three times your age, mate, is that listen, the, the good times do come. You have to grab them with both hands when they do come. You will see them, but at the moment. You ain't, and you're yeah. not going to see them this season. I don't think. I think you're probably going to have to swallow another relegation, um, and that's just life, I'm afraid. But I really, listen. I really liked what someone said earlier about Sar, uh, about Sar being a moments player. Yeah, I that's agree Peter. With that completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he 100%. is. He's a moments player. Yeah, now he is. You're absolutely right. Problem with uh, the moments player: if they're not going to give you 90 minutes and they don't give you the moments, I they ain't giving you anything. I feel that's um, the same with Dennis as well. Because he, he was very off form tonight, I thought. I, thought I, I, watched, I watched that. If you watch him closely, eight out of ten times he gives the ball away. He yes. was he was holding his shoulder when he'd just been moved to to centre forward when he'd taken King off. He was holding his shoulder and looking to the bench a lot. And it yeah. was it was I'm not sure he I'm not sure he fancies this. I'm not sure if you know he might actually genuinely have a knock, etc. Um, but they, you know, the only the only movement was him trying to trying to play him in behind, and they they were sitting on the edge of their box. There was no space to play it, so it was really yeah. disappointing all out. But Charlie, mate, you you keep you keep going and uh, uh, and, and bring in again, mate, because it's it's good to get your points. Actually, you're absolutely right, Peter. Charlie, uh, we do these um, Twitter spaces after a game, um, normally within sort of half an hour to an an hour at the final whistle. It's always good to hear from younger people their point of view. So you're welcome Mm. on any time to come on. I'll make sure I request a lot more often then. Thank you. Yeah, please do, mate. Please do. And anyone else listening. Cheers, Charlie. Take care, mate. Yeah, take care. Listen, chaps, it's um, coming up to half past 11. I think we're we're coming towards the end of this now. I can't think of many other points that could be made that we haven't already made. So, first of all, I want to thank everybody that's um, listened, everybody that's requested, everybody that's spoken. Thank you very much for coming on. It's um, always good to hear other opinions from away fans or or whatever, unless they're being rude. Uh, We've had a couple of those tonight, but that's par for the course. Um, We didn't do very well tonight. Um, It was a pretty poor game of football, let's be honest. You know, they are going to come. We are going to have them, but tonight was particularly poor. Um, Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, download our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, please subscribe to Uorns TV on YouTube as well. and yeah, we, we'll do another one of these after the next game as well. Hopefully, uh, a little bit more positively. I hope. Uh, Pete, have you got any sort of final words? Before no, we disappear. Just, just thank you so much for everybody who contributed, and especially you know, the regular contributors who come back. It's great to have you, you know, on. And anybody who's done it for the first time is brilliant, fantastic. Uh, a, a big shout out though to to Mike, who was uh, only just recently left being 
um, usually on with Voices of the Vic with Ben and uh, Ben and James from from the Watford Way, um, who's on it, who's done a great job. He's now kind of you know uh, managing, I think, more than anything uh, ever. But mate, we're here, so if you wanna you wanna come on and and join us after matches, fantastic, mate. Thanks very much for everything you did, and uh, and don't be a stranger. Absolutely, I echo that. Yeah, you're welcome on any time. Um, be lovely to have you on. Uh, listen, guys, I'm going to disappear. Um, it's been lovely uh, ranting. Um, I always say it's easier to <laughs> hold one of these. Well, it's always easier to hold one of these when we do badly. It, it just is. Um, I'm beginning to feel a bit like AFTV. Uh, speaking of which, Carl and I are meeting with AFTV next week. Uh, we're going to be speaking them, uh, speaking to them before the Arsenal game. Christ, um, you're going to out-miserable each other. That's going to be a contest. Well, I think we will, yes. It's going to be who's going to you know, be the most miserable. I'm going to just moan to Robbie for an hour. In that, um, case, in that case, I'm going to promote this. I'm going to say this because I, I got advanced listen to the interview. Um, Justin and Carl did an interview with the one and only... Ronnie Rosenthal uh, that is out as a podcast it is a fabulous listen if you want to hear about a player talk about you know a period in our past that yes it touches on Grant Taylor but it also goes through all of his you know kind of uh, all of his career in even to even to the point where he nearly joined Luton, but thankfully didn't. It's really yeah, worth a listen. A do give it a download. Do, do give it a download because it reminds you actually what it can be like supporting Charlie. You'll have never heard of him. He's even older than me. But other than that, it's a fine <laughs> listen. Thank you, Peter. That's very, very much appreciated, mate. That is our latest podcast. If you want to listen to that, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's on everywhere. So give that a listen. Remind yourself of uh, Watford when they were playing well. Um, I'm going to say goodnight now. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. It's been an absolute blast having you joining us. We will be back again after the next match. Oh, Go and get some rest, and let's hope that we do better next time out. Uh, until then, you horns. Night all. Good night. See you. Set up. Sports Social Podcast Network. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.